0: Well, it's that time of the Monday where we join up on Reaction Monday right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Hashtag MSW. Any reaction to anything that's happened over the weekend, the number is 06070804840607080484. And believe you me, a great deal happened over the weekend. You're also live on 947 Vuma FM, Soweto Live and Rise FM. Welcome to the Monday where we do a massive countdown It's going to be a long weekend coming up shortly, but I can guarantee you that as we start to eliminate the days, we are then left with 148 days until the Rugby World Cup, 126 days until the 2023 FIBA Basketball World Cup. Also 96 days, it will be the Netball World Cup in Cape Town. 88 days until the FIFA Women's World Cup. And that is how we move ever so close to what should be exciting times in a sporting calendar year that is completely different to one that we've ever had in a long time. Well, if your name is Thomas Tuchel, things aren't going well for you, are they? But you know what? Bayern Munich have decided to stick with him because he was only appointed on the 10th of April to replace Julian Nachelsmann. And since then, the former Chelsea manager has overseen Bayern's exit from the Champions League at the hands of Manchester City. So Saturday, they also lost the top spot in the Bundesliga to Borussia Dortmund following that 3-1 defeat at Mainz. Uh, but Tuchel doesn't seem to be phased, does he?
1: No, we got beaten in 12 minutes from, from absolutely nothing. We controlled the game. We were in full control. It was a question of time and of normally of opportunities to score a second and a third goal. But we did not make a second and third goal. And obviously after individual mistake and uh, equalizer, we are not able to create any energy anymore to come back I don't know let's don't make it bigger than it is the problems are obvious on the pitch we don't look fresh we don't look excited we don't look like um, with energy to to, to come back if things do not go our way it was a very very good match over over 60 65 minutes goal comes from out of absolutely nothing this can happen but uh, we were not able to show a reaction I think like Looks like a team that has already played 70 matches. I know that we didn't, but we look like a team that played a lot and, uh, like I said, we were very good until 65. We didn't make a second goal and, and uh, gave away unbelievable, easy goals. And you lose matches. We will continue, we do what we do. We, we have three, had three and a half weeks now. It was very intense and um, we struggle obviously, so the problem must be deeper. Um, we have some free days now and we'll come back on Wednesday.
0: We'll talk about momentum. It seems to have swung in the way of Manchester City though because Pep Guardiola is insisting that on Saturday... Momentum is going to be very key in the race for titles ahead of the uh, Man City top of the table Premier League clash with Arsenal Which is going to be at the Etihad Stadium on Wednesday
2: Of course the momentum is very key yeah? It doesn't matter you play three or four days when the people playing winning, winning and playing Well in Munich we could not play an our level but this was the credit for the opponent and because for many reasons for the pressure for whatever but in general our our yeah it's 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 really important for a final that we have on wednesday yeah. wednesday is uh, a final against the team have been uh, the best team in england so far it's five points ahead of us so and hopefully all manchester that day will be blue and can come to support us and we need the incredible noise, and from the day, from the first minute until the end, because I know against which Open we are going to play. Even they draw the last three games, the way they play in big, big parts of the game, as it's is almost difficult to stop. You have to read exactly what you have to do. And, but it's a massive, important game for us. So we know that winning will do a step to to depend completely in our hands. And and Premier League is 11 months, 10 months, 11 months working, 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 and. And uh, yeah, this opportunity, we want to we wanna take it. And alone, we want going to do it. And hopefully this Oleti hat will be full three hours three hours before the game. I didn't see the game against Southampton yesterday, but I saw the first half and against Liverpool, and they had the momentum. And I saw the the first 20-25 minutes, 30 minutes against West Ham. I was at home after lunchtime, and they had the momentum. So I know how difficult it will be. They are a huge competitors, starting for the manager until the players, and you have to be sustained that
0: competitiveness that they have, you have to be there. Well, a quick look at what's happening on the cricket front. Now, the Royal Challenges Bangalore beat the Rajasthan Royals by seven runs in a tightly contested IPL fixture in Bengaluru. Now, the Challenges batted first and also posted a competitive 189 in 20 overs thanks to a standard performance from Glenn Maxwell, delivering 77 off of 44 deliveries and also Faf du C, 62 off 39 deliveries. Now, the pair put on 127 to help the home team post a competitive total.
2: I really, only thing I'll tell you I really enjoyed my knock, still feel my best is yet to come, so really enjoyed all the knocks, that's what I said in the presentation as well. The way I'm batting right now, I just want to con- keep continuing this form, keep contributing for the team, not thinking too much about myself, result and outcome. If I can, I would love to continue this form for the team and if I do that, I'll be really happy. For me, it's all about doing well for CSK, uh, I let my bat do the talking, so I, I was really happy the way I batted. I could contribute for the team and i uh, really happy that we won this match. So.
3: Yeah, um, obviously things didn't go to plan tonight. Um, it was a bit of a tough day out there. You know, we know that coming over here, it's it's, it's a good pitch and conditions favour the batting side. And you know, unfortunately, tonight um, we just didn't execute our skills as well as we could have. I thought, you know, we did a lot of good things in the game, but in the end, you know, they they outplayed us in all departments tonight. Yeah, look, it's tough when you come into a home game and then you you've got more opposition support than than home support. But I suppose, you know, that's the Dhoni effect that that he has on the Indian supporters. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's tough when you're out there and you know, the momentum switches and the cloud is behind the um, opposition team and, you know, it just gets louder and louder and things just tend to not go your way. It's it's easy to get carried away with everything. Um, But that's the nature of the game.
0: Right, back to football news now. Tottenham Hotspur's hopes of securing a top-four finish disintegrated in a humiliating fashion as Newcastle smashed five goals in the first 21 minutes of the Uh, way to an extraordinary 6-1 win at St. James's Park. Now Spurs have switched to a back four uh, for the first time since January 2022. Uh, but the interim boss Christian Stellini's tactical plan was left in tatters immediately as Newcastle ran riot to move up to third and boost their own prospects of sealing Champions League qualification. But Newcastle manager Eddie Howe says he is keeping his feet on the ground,
3: insisting nothing major happened on the night. what goes through your head it's it's always about managing the game I think even at 5-0 after 20 minutes the game's not done there's a lot of time to play I've seen crazy things happen in football so with the quality that Tottenham have got in the front areas we had to keep our composure and concentration I thought we did that I thought the players have a lot of credit for what they they gave today it was a top class performance I actually thought Tottenham at some stages in that game were very good you know when you look at Kane and Son's ability to counter-attack and to um, create chances, that they had three or four good chances in the game, they scored a good goal. So we were never comfortable, I didn't feel, to say that the game was won. And we respect the opposition and respect their capabilities. I think it was all about us, though, today and how well we played. I think, in part, it has, we have to mention the supporters. I think at home, with how we want to play, I think it's a, it always says it's a two-way relationship. We need to give the supporters something to get into the game. with. Well, I thought we did that today. With how we started the match and then they give us so much back they give us energy they give us um, the ability to maintain our high physical outputs and they also unsettle the opposition so I have to pay a big thank you to them today uh, it, it can't look you're absolutely right i think we have a lot of work to do a lot of games to come a lot of points to play for so nothing was decided today either way nothing was going to be decided hopefully we can take all the positives from today in terms of performance confidence um, and we can use that to fuel us for these games that we have to come So no, nothing's
0: done. And back home, Mamelodi Sundowns coach Rulani Mguena was pleased. And also pleaded for calm amongst all of those involved after his side uh, took firm control of the uh, CAF Champions League quarter-final tie against uh, CR Belouizdad. Now the Brazilians uh, triumphed and trampled all over the uh, Algerian opposition in their own backyard, walking away 4-1 victors from the Nelson Mandela Stadium on Saturday night.
4: Fortunately, I don't have to have an opinion about the opposition because then I have to give a lot of respect to the technical team, to the coaches. Also, out of respect. For for the fact that it's only the halfway mark of the time what I would like to say is congratulations to the players to this group to the football club uh, in its entirety everybody involved but uh, as I said uh, feet family on the ground credit to the players uh, big personality big performance and a lot of a uh, lot of respect and uh, credit must go to the football players incredible uh, human beings as I said to you in the press conference uh, that uh, I have warm feelings because we are we are honest people and we do our best every single time. I don't uh, finals of Champions League stuff. Um, we should be under no illusions that uh, the scoreline represents how physical and demanding this game was for us. We we did a lot of work on uh, the opposition. Yeah, we prepared and and put in a lot of uh, hours to make sure that the performance was good. And uh, we beat a very, very good side. A lot of uh, internationals, uh, Algerian internationals. Raouli, uh, 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 These are These are players that play for the Algerian national team. And uh, so you know, congratulations once again to the players. No stranger things have happened in football. As I said, uh, a lot of humility. Uh, we beat a, a very good side. We still have to face a very good side in Pretoria. A top coach, uh, top players, and uh, it's only halfway. Uh, Small details. Uh, The game was about small details. It will always be about small details when you get to this level. We asked for a lot of concentration, a lot of...
0: Rulani Mkwena, the head coach at Mamelodi Sundowns. Now, Sukukuna United bagged maximum points and a hard-fought 1-0 win against Kansas Chiefs in the DSTV Premiership yesterday as Bobby Nanoko claimed a memorable league double over the Glamour Boys. Now, while Chiefs looked comfortable on the ball during the opening exchanges of the match, it was the home side who took the lead early on. Here's their coach, Brandon Truter.
5: Yeah, um, it's not, not so much about Chiefs. I think it's about us uh, and the progress we are making. It's about the, the puzzle that is coming nicely together. Of course, um, there's always room for improvement, um, but it's 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 another clean seat for the defense, and I'm happy that we are scoring at this moment. One nil at this stage uh, can win us the game. Um, we've proven it now in the cup. We've proven it now in the league as well. But for us, it's about progress. Um, I think the biggest competition is is within the camp, uh, player to player. Um, Um, The mindset as well. Um, I have to give credit to the boys Um, um, at this stage of the season. We're thinking about holidays. We're thinking about um, finishing off um, off off-season and getting to the end. But... um, the boys have been marvelling. marvelous. They are staying focused at the moment. Um, we got so much more to play for in terms of the top eight, in terms of um, the being Cup. So for us, um, yeah, it's, it's about getting ready now for the next for the next test, which is next, next week. But um, at the same time, within the squad, um, there is uh, concern from the technical team, myself um, and others included, in terms of the amount of fatigue. The next week, it's in, it's 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 gonna be hectic. Um, we have Amazulu. And then midweek Galaxy, and then we have the Cup game against Thales in Cape Town. So it's going to be absolutely uh, hectic for us. But um, so much injuries. We lost way before the game. Um, Sammy came in and <laughs> he scored the goal. So um, well done to him. But um, first and foremost, credit to God Almighty for everything he's doing in this team. And then uh, to the boys, all accolades and, and credit um, goes to them
0: sports worldwide. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan Dance Mali joins me. Are you surprised you're not coaching right now? Because I I, I thought given again, the, the, you know the person that always calls upon you to come through before he called the Colonel Sema to go there, I thought he would give you a call. Did he give you a call? Did you reject him this time? Or was there no phone call? Oh, call. <laughs> be honest now, be honest. My family refused. There was this thing to say, are you are you really going to embarrass yourself again? And I'm not gonna try and keep on playing uh, Jesus, you know, uh, save uh, clubs every time. Well, save them? Did he call you? Did no, he? Somebody called me from, from the, the club. club, yes. But representing him, yes. I'm never
2: dance again.
0: Hashtag MSW. Hashtag MSW. All right, after the break, you're going to be chatting to Mark Strader. He'll give us the lowdown as far as what happened within the South African Football Association, but also take a lot of your comments on 06, 07, 08, 0484. It's a Monday, which means it is Reaction Monday.
6: Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In three, two, one. On 947, Vuma FM, Rise FM, and
7: Soweto Live. <laughs> Hashtag MSW.
8: Hi, Robert. Good evening to you and greetings to everyone who is listening to this wonderful sports show. This is Joel from Watville in Benoni. Uh, you know, it was indeed a great weekend of uh, of football. Uh, I have to talk about uh, the game between Newcastle United and Tottenham. You know, congratulations to Newcastle. These guys are really playing well and yeah, they are giving us nice football. I hope next season they're going to be a team to watch. They will be competing for that number one position or two. Thank you, Robert. Sharp.
9: Oh, M. Sherele, I see again MSW. I'm in you because sure I'm asking. we a local about the Hi, Robert, it's Winston and um, shareholders. Hello, pirates.
5: Well done. Great results over the weekend. Plus, we threw to the semifinals of um, Net Bank Cup, so um, good run by Pirates. Hey, Robert, you know, Keza Chiefs fans have been saying, Hey, Chiefs is, uh, is flame. Chiefs is flame. Chiefs is ashes. <laughs> Robert, Chiefs, Chiefs is flame without the F. Yeah, the F is silent on flame me up. Ask Kukuna United, they will tell you. Ah, the F is silent with flame me up. Um, congratulations to our Giovanta, Um, Tank Davis. Robert, this is arguably the greatest boxer we have alive right now. Geovante Tank Davis knocked Ryan Garcia out in the seventh round. Congratulations to Tank and I wish him all the best. Yeah, the team Robert, I flame with a silent F God, Thank you, Robs
0: Winston. Woodson, thank you so much indeed. It is Reaction Monday. Hashtag MSW saying that sheeps are flame with the silent F. Alright, we'll take more of your reactions. Plenty of voice notes that are coming through. Keep them coming. Love it that way. Newcastle, I fully agree, is giving us extremely good football. Love how they play. And also an instruction to say to the Pirates, uh, Chairman, please bring Mr. Mayu from Cape Town City, urgently, and the entire list. I mean, talk about Orlando Pirates. They issued probably one of the shortest statements ever, saying Orlando Pirates has accepted the resignation of the club's administration manager, Mr. Floyd Mbele. The club management wishes him the best in his future endeavors. Full stop. Should have seen the, the social media reaction. Pirates have been top trending uh, since that release went out. I did reach out to Floyd and ask him if he would want to comment on that. And he said no. As far as he's concerned, uh, he's quite happy with what the club has issued. And he is not going to be chatting to anybody anytime soon. So, yeah, we wish him the best of luck. Talking about SA football. Now, the Football Association SAFA held its INDABA, an ordinary congress, this past weekend without the Premier Soccer League present. A lot of resolutions were taken, including the report back on the association's financials, including the poor revenue that it has earned from the broadcast deal uh, with the SABC and is also willing to seek a better arrangement elsewhere. Now, Mark Stratum joins me to give us a bit of a, a debrief on this. He is Times za sports editor. Uh, Mark Stratum, good evening and welcome to the show. Mark Stratum, you there? Hey,
7: Rob. Hi. Sorry I no was you. Speaking to me, hi,
6: Rob. Uh,
0: thanks for having me. Yeah. Here. Gee, sounds like you. You please. I hope there is no war there on the road. Uh, there is no aggression. I can hear uh, hooters <laughs> and everything. But yeah,
7: I'm going off. Um, I had to drive to quite a wealthy area because of low shedding, and I'm kind of on the road. And I hope no security come and
0: arrest me. But it's fine, whiskey. <laughs> okay, let's try to squeeze this in because an important up uh, by an ordinary congress uh, this past weekend, but without the Premier Soccer League, how did that play itself out, Mark?
7: In terms of <clears throat> the PSL boycott? Correct. Yes. Yeah, so um, the PSL didn't arrive. Um, and for what it's worth, um, the staff of CEO, Tepukom um said um, that he'll be writing a letter to acting CEO, Martin Madlala, and uh, just asking for an explanation of their reasons um, because they said the statement that the PSL released on Thursday... Um, well, it did not provide, provide enough information, so I just want to know what their reasons are, and then act from there. Um, they'll, they'll just do a bit more fact-finding and ask the PSL if they can respond to that. Whether they'll get a response, I don't know. But it, it seems to have been some other things on the agenda that the PSL were not happy about. I think notably that, SAFA we're going to discuss um, imposing club class club licensing and coaching qualifications on PSL coaches
0: but what was it strange though, because when you take resolutions and the Premier Soccer League is not present, has this ever happened before, as far as you're concerned, and as far back as you can think
7: i i can 't think of an instance look i I think what we know of the relationship and we know that the p s l doesn't like to take instructions from the mother body, even though the mother body body is the ruling party the ruling um uh, um Uh, The ruling party, yeah. The ruling (laughs) body. In in the relationship. Um, And um, we we know that there's that that friction that exists. Um, I I haven't heard of the PSO not not arriving at a Congress um, before. Um, But no resolutions were taken at this Congress pertaining to the PSO. Um, The matter was only discussed in in the NDABA two days before. And it has to go to the NEC uh, Walter Christian Boxer TD's plan in terms of implementing CAF club licensing on, on PSL clubs um, for minimum qualifications for coaches and on NFT clubs, and then it has to go part, go back to the Congress. Um, but, but no, I haven't heard of it uh, that, a PSL, that the PSL hasn't arrived for a Congress.
0: I mean, we, we are allowed to speculate, though. When, when you see this happening, what are we speculating on? Because the there was a time when we were talking about the, there will be an arrival of VAR for example and, and that is being spearheaded by the South African Football Association as well because you know referees and the referees appointments they all stem from there um, do you think that the PSLs trying to go it alone? Are they trying to go it alone even with things to do with uh, you know women's football so that when they start to give that instruction that all clubs have to have a women's team uh, that they do it alone and not via SAFA?
7: I think that's, that's essentially it, and it seems, you, you know, I think the way the matter's that been handled, again, Rob, and we've seen this so many times, there's it, it a lack of sensitivity usually from both sides. There's over-pettiness, over, um, one might call it, and over-sensitivity on both sides. And and because the relationship is so poor, which is ridiculous, that um, that we have two 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 bodies, one one. In the rules, subservient to the other, the PSL subservient to the mother body They both run the same sports, but they behave like opposition political parties. Um, and that's that's a crazy situation. In most countries, in some countries, you don't have an FA and a PSL. The FA runs everything, and and the fact that we have a situation that that the FA, whenever it wants to make a ruling on the PSL and the PSL doesn't take it well and then there's a big fight and then it's, nothing seems to happen. I think it's, it's, it's part of it, reason why our football continues to go backwards and, and, and um, because things can't get done properly. Um, so there is a problem there. Um, there. There's other sides to it. I mean, some of the statements, there was a software media practice on Wednesday where some of the talk was a little, <laughs> I, I don't I want to use the word aggressive, but it was almost like a bit war talking of, you know, the PSL must answer to us. And, the and there was, I think, a statement made by the TD um, of when is the PSL going to realize that they're killing us? That kind of talk doesn't help. And then it's kind of, a I think, a quite petty decision to just not show up to the... Rather go there and engage, you know, to the Congress. Uh, standoff and standoff. But the PSL also asking for a meeting with um, Minister Kodwa and with uh, Cap President... Patrice Mazzetta, and we'll have to see
0: how that plays out as well. All right. And as we're chatting, it's also important uh, that a lot of uh, news is happening internationally. Uh, Just to update, uh, especially all the Spurs fans, is that uh, they have sacked Christian Stellini. Uh, you know, they've just issued a statement, uh, Tottenham Hotspur, saying that uh, Christian will leave oh, well. uh, his current role along with his coaching staff. Uh, Christian stepping in at a difficult point in our season. And I want to thank him for the professional manner in which he and his coaching staff have conducted themselves uh, during such a challenging time. We wish him and his staff very well. Uh, Ryan Mason will take over the head coach duties with immediate effect. And Ryan knows the club and the players quite well. And we shall update further uh, on his coaching staff in due course. Now, when, when you when you look at Tottenham Hotspur, it looks like everybody who's sitting in for the coach that's been fired also gets fired.
7: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't long. Uh, Conte's barely barely been gone, the seat has barely been vacated, and and uh, um, and someone else who who hasn't had much time to, you know, and it's always difficult taking over an advanced part of the season. Uh, it's a little surprising to me. Um, at decision, uh you know yeah yeah, a bit of an underachieving season for spurs with the squad they've got, but I, I find it a bit strange yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it's crazy what, uh, you know, football clubs have got <laughs> to endure. Instant success is something that you can never, ever achieve, whether it is, uh, you know, domestically here in South Africa or internationally. Just quickly back to Safa now, just as yeah. far as their financials are concerned, uh, I know that even the CEO, when he was here in studio the other day, made mention of the fact that they received uh, 51 million rand from FIFA and also 17 million rand from CAF uh, for operations. What are their general overall annual Figures stating: Are they in the red? Or are they good this time around?
7: So, so okay, so Rob, um, uh, loss of 2.9 million rand was reported. Uh, there they weren't specific. The you know, Safa said they will they will. It's a later stage of that. Then questions can be asked on that. Um, we were only told that, um, that that a 2.9 million rand loss, which look. We've heard a lot bigger figures than that from SAFA. At 2.9, it's a, for an organization as big as SAFA, it's, it's not far from balancing the books, but it is a loss. It's a loss of 2.9 million Rand without sounding like I'm, um, I'm trying to justify on their behalf. I, I just, it, it, it actually isn't a huge amount. But yes, when you, when you mention those, those, but, the, but uh, that funding, I would specify whether that was for this fund
0: because that would probably explain why for the previous, that would that need to. Okay, seem to be losing um, Mark Stradham there. We'll try and see if we can get him quickly back on the line uh, before we go to the break because after the break we're we'll going to be uh, chatting to well-renowned football commentator Dwayne DeLocker and we look back at what's happened with, in the EPL this past weekend. love Robert.
8: A.B. Mulloy from Nachurena. It is really impressive to see these teams introducing the young players. I mean, the young players which are at the age of 16 and 17 to their first teams. Uh, This will really improve our uh, junior national teams and also going up to the Bafana Bafana because they will be already having the experience of playing, you know, at the highest level. Thank you.
0: A.B. Molloy, thank you so much indeed for that voice note uh, in appreciation of the involvement of the younger players. Okay, let's uh, wrap things up with Mastradum, who hopefully is back nice and clear. And on the financials, though, they they say it's a clean bill of health when it came through from uh, the side of the financial head, Kronic shuyo Akeem well, well, yeah, yeah, so.
7: But, but with a loss of 2.9 million, uh, apologies, Rob, that I lost you there. Um, uh, you know, signaling. Uh,
0: yeah, we don't even know what stage load shedding we are in, so I, I can understand yeah. it does affect us all, doesn't it?
7: Um, yeah, yeah. I think the other important point financially to come out, um, apart from the 2.9 million rand loss, and yes, the clean bill of health from from the auditors, uh, so on Lord Chartered Accountants who said that there was nothing untoward and that everything was above board. Um, was that SAFA, are, are, they, they they, they've indicated they, they are very unhappy with um, their, their deal with the SABC. And um, so, so their previous deal before the, the current four-year deal, which expires in September, it started in October 2019, um SAFA says was worth 110 million rand a year, that was
0: all right not winning with uh, mark stradham uh, i don't think load shedding is going to disappear anytime soon so we'll park that one there uh, but we do thank him times alive dot dot sports editor uh, mark stradham just give us a, a load down and as you know before he got cut off uh, he was just entering that conversation around the sabc deal uh, and the fact that they were not happy with it the financials aren't making sense and that they're going to be uh, hopefully looking for a better arrangement elsewhere so i don't know what that means uh, but I think the breakdown as far as SABC is concerned and what uh, their contribution has been uh, has been in the tune of 8.4 uh, million rand. So, yeah, rounded off, 8.5 million rand are the financials. Uh, but they are extremely, extremely unhappy uh, with that situation. So we'll wait and see. Uh, maybe we'll get the authorities to to break it down for us. What exactly is it that they're unhappy about?
8: Evening, Rob, at the Bohoyer, Rob. I just want to thank you and the power of this show uh, because when complaints arrive uh, about uh, dubious decisions and treatment of teams when they're playing Polokwani City and you took it upon yourself that you investigate the matter, Rob, it's not by surprise that we're no longer hearing those complaints and football is being won and matches have been won fairly in the field of play uh, with regards to a uh, battle for promotion in uh, Mutzepe Foundation Championship. And thank you so much for your your, 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 your work. It's the Bohoyer. Thank you so much, Rob.
0: Thank you very much indeed. Well, we did look uh, quite closely at uh, the results coming through from the, the first division. Quite refreshing to see that things are indicating what they should be. But all I know is that at the bottom, that is where the focus should be. Because, yeah, strange results from the weekend.
6: Marawa Sports Worldwide Live. In 3, two, three. On 947 Vuma FM, Rise FM and Soweto
9: Live.
7: Hashtag MSW.
9: It's sort of like, yeah, and getting to the MSW yeah. no, my reaction it's been a it's been a very interesting weekend. It's been a very good weekend of uh, sport all around, You know, when you look at that very interesting fight between Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia, and uh, that technical knockout victory for for Tank against Ryan Garcia. Looking at the playoffs, the playoffs are getting even more interesting by the game, by the night. Yeah, man, it is ca- cannot miss. But of course, football being football, it is not there for nobody expected southampton to give arsenal a fight and a half but hey when you're in relegation it is all or nothing. And they really, really gave off a very good performance against Arsenal. And uh, for Arsenal, this is the third consecutive draw. Way too from here. And nobody knows. I guess all roads will lead to the Etihad on Wednesday. As it is a must-watch, must-see, cannot-miss mouth-watering clash between Man City and Arsenal. Uh, congrats to Man City for qualifying for the FA Cup final. And congrats to my team, Man United, on qualifying for the FA Cup final. So, yeah, even though it was through the most difficult stage being the penalty shoots out. It is the most scariest manner to go through the dreaded loss of the penalties. But hey, Man United went through and I'm very happy for them. Uh, Orlando Pirates, big ups to Orlando Pirates. They got the job done. We are maintaining our number two spot. It is getting even more interesting between Pirates, Super Sports United and Kaiser Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs dropped three vital points where to from here. I do not know, but my concern isn't so much in Kaiser Chiefs, but it is more on a Pirates. Big ups to them. They haven't dropped points in the past couple of games, uh, so really hope that they can remain consistent and get the job done. So it is a. It has been a very interesting weekend, and uh, yeah, that's my reaction. Great show, Mister.
8: Thanks. Good evening, eh, Mr. Marawa. Uh, Mr. Marawa, my reaction Monday. Let me start with the uh, TV Premiership. I was very disappointed with the Kaiser Chiefs for losing to Isakuku. I think, eh, Mr. Marawa, it's very easy for other teams to play against the Kaiser Chiefs. Oatazane uh, has no game plan, no tactical flexibility. He is always a one dimension coach. You know when he's going to make his subs and you know who are those subs and then going to Amazulu uh, I was very disappointed again with Amarizal, results. against the Super sport. I think uh, at Amazulu players are so down in confidence. they need that uh, moral boost so that they can get back to their best and then going overseas uh, Arsenal, I think Bayaitete telemanji, Mr Marawa Man City will capitalize on these mistakes that the Making now throwing unnecessary games. Thank you, Mr. Marela.
0: Good. It's reaction Monday. Hashtag MSW. Yeah, it's a typical Monday, and hence it's like an avalanche of voice notes, isn't it? Alright, so we're gonna quickly head across now to Dublin in Ireland. And as we head to Dublin. Wendy Lemtana on Twitter says the commentator Dwayne DeLocker has got a golden voice that reminisces on uh, the nostalgia that makes us fall in love with the beautiful game. He's been the eyes and ears for us on the field of play to give us the best commentary on match day and we truly appreciate his contribution uh, to our game. Well, that's a beautiful way of introducing our next guest. The English Premier League is well into its final stretch. Sure. Yeah. Tell me about a final stretch. Now, the race is heating up game by game. Certainly one of the most uh, thrilling campaigns uh, in a while. And we are are here for it. We're here to watch. eh? Wednesday, I think one of the voice notes, Hulafalang, made mention of Wednesday. Big, big clash. We'll chat to Dwayne about that. Let's do a quick recap of the EPL action because, hey, you know what? The title is going to be decided in this superb-looking midweek game. Manchester City versus Arsenal. And that's not all that there is in store for the punters as there's also some enthralling relegation battle games as well as the tussle for fourth versus fifth what are the twists what are the turns Dwayne DeLocker in Ireland in Dublin I don't even know how to speak in that manner and I'm sure you do too by now Dwayne good evening welcome to Marawa Sports Worldwide (laughs)
6: Good evening, Robert. It's good to chat to you, and it's great to chat to uh, the shareholders as well. Thank you. That was a very flattering uh, introduction, and certainly what a wonderful message as well to uh, to hear from the other side of the world, effectively.
0: I think people miss you. That's uh, That's the bottom line, and you can never keep a good man down, can you?
6: Thank you. You you know that story way too well, don't you? (laughs)
0: Uh, What we don't know is who's going to be winning the league because we thought we knew Arsenal were leading, not only alphabetically, but they were leading in terms of the position that they were holding. And are things falling apart there, Dwayne?
6: Well, look, they're still leading. I mean, they're five points clear. Yes, Manchester City have two games in hand and, uh, and mathematically, if... If Manchester City go and win all their remaining games, or even uh, draw their match against Arsenal and win their remaining games from there, they are the champions. Uh, for Arsenal, though, I think uh, their fate is still very much in their own hands. If they if they beat Manchester City and they they win their remaining games, they have got the league title. But it's the it's the manner of their running. Uh, they've still got a very dangerous and tricky, uh, potentially, Chelsea to uh, to face. They've still got Newcastle to face, who were absolutely unrelenting against Spurs over the weekend. They've still got the Manchester City game as well, in fact. They don't have the easiest of ties. And, and, and potentially, they, they face the side in Nottingham Forest, who... Who might be needing to uh, claim a win in the closing stages of the league to uh, to to survive relegation come the end of the, uh, the, the season? I think Nottingham Forest, to be fair, are probably gone, but um, but uh, I mean that's 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 how difficult the run in is for Arsenal. So certainly, I think a lot of people are asking questions about uh, the side and have they already given it away with these three successive draws and going. 2 up and allowing teams to come back at you and, and, and results like that just, just can't be happening. A relegation threat in Southampton who've lost 20 matches this season of their 32 and, and Arsenal find themselves needing to play catch-up football to claim a, a point against them. That's not what you expect from champions. What you expect from champions is grinding out the victories, getting the results, but they ultimately have lost six valuable points in their last three matches.
0: Is it all a mental game? Uh, because a lot of people tell you that, yeah, they've done the bit on the field, but how strong are they mentally to hold on, not to anticipate, and not to look at the opposition and say they play against Southampton, then the next thing they are trading the game, playing catch up?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the mental aspect is massive. And I think one of the one of the aspects that you've got to look at here is how many of these Arsenal players are individuals that have played in teams that have become champions over and over again. And you're looking at very few. I mean, even the stars of the show are are in their early 20s. I mean, Bukayo Saka is, is is you know is, is barely been on his 21st birthday, and, and you're looking at these individuals and saying yes, the Gabriel Jesus and uh, and uh, Zinchenko have won uh, titles previously, and and certainly there's there's quality and in class in, in from Granachaka despite his disciplinary problems at times, and Martin Odegaard undoubtedly, uh, and, and a handful of others that you must include Thomas Partey on that list of, they they. They're, it does seem to be a great lack of experience and it is a very useful side and, and with that use comes the lack of experience and you get experience by making mistakes and you get experience by, by learning from those around you who made mistakes. And unfortunately it, it seems like Uh, Arsenal are making some hugely damaging mistakes in the closing stages of their season. I think one of the other aspects that you've got to look at here is is, is the Saliba problem. Uh, Without William Saliba, Arsenal look very, very loose at the back. And their their build-up play is completely different. They are a lot slower in possession. and, And that is problematic in terms of getting that midfield spread and getting players like like Bukayo Saka on his bike and into the most dangerous position. They're not making the entries that they were earlier in the season. They're not having the same effect in the build-up play and they're a lot slower in possession without William Saliba and I think that is that is a, a massive concern for Mikel Arteta that a lot of people are overlooking.
0: They talk about Wednesday's game as being a final.
6: Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'd i have to say that, uh, yes, regardless of the, uh, the matches that are playing beyond this, there's there's an element of a final to it. Certainly from Manchester City. Uh, from from Manchester City perspective, they. They have the feeling that they are almost invincible at the moment. They've got the momentum with them. They are absolutely caning opponents. Uh, they've got Harland back from injury. They've got uh, Marius who is when he's when his <laughs> starting lineup is absolutely uh, demolishing opponents. They, they have a phenomenal team, a phenomenal setup, a phenomenal coach who is able to change things so remarkably. But they know that they still trail Arsenal in terms of, 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 of Premier League and where it stands at the moment, and they know that they'll still be behind. Arsenal if they lose this game it is very much a final in uh, in, in that respect uh, and for Arsenal it's it's the it's a do or die it's a six point match it really is if Arsenal win the match they go eight points clear with man city having two games in hand yes but if manchester city win the game they're only two points behind arsenal and find themselves with two games in hand, which gives them all the breathing room they need in the closing stages. Yes, points in hand are probably more valuable, but for a side like Manchester City, who are champions, who know what it's like to win, who know what it's like to grind out the results and get what, uh, what champions do, and that's get results. They they'll be a side that'll be confident of closing out the season, and uh, uh, with somebody like Erling Haaland by himself is it's just a phenomenon who's who's taken over the Premier League, and and you can't expect him to to drop his goal soaring stats at the moment. I, I expect him to to continue doing the the magic for Manchester City, and and Manchester City, I would hazard a guess, could easily win their remaining matches after the Arsenal game. So, whatever the results, I think it is going to be massive for the outcome of the season. Yes.
0: Yeah, and I think also depth of squad. When you look at these six changes that uh, Guardiola had made uh, oh, to the team that played against uh, Bayern Munich, and you get a Riyad Maris coming through and securing a hat trick and a place in the final of the FA Cup.
6: Yeah, yeah, this is this is this is exactly what uh, what, what Manchester City have. They do have depth. They have an ability to to play. I don't want to say a second string team, but, but yes, they they can play two full starting 11s and you don't even know which one is the second string team. They are a phenomenal, phenomenal outfit and uh, and as you say, depth is certainly something that they they don't have a problem with.
0: Let's touch on a a story that I did try and speak to Mark Stratum about it. And that's the irony. I mean, you're all the way in Ireland and your line sounds clearer than somebody who's in Midrand uh, because of load shedding. Something you have no idea what that is over there. But just what, 21 minutes had gone at St. James's Park. Uh, you saw the dejected fans of Tottenham already streaming to the exits. Uh, they had had enough of watching what they were seeing. Uh, but that was the result that was. But here we are today. The breaking news, Stellini is gone. Um, so the, the, they, keep, they keep firing away, but there is no solution. What's happening there?
6: Yeah, exactly. I, I think if anybody had a complete answer to that, it would be it, it would be out and, and spreading like wildfire. But I think there is largely speculation. Yes, Fellini just been sacked. Ryan Mason, who, who had that spell in charge, and Jose Mourinho was sacked a couple of years ago as well. Is going to be taking over. Um, but whatever happened in that twenty-one minutes, we we pretty much saw two teams deciding their seasons right there. For me, it was a case of Tottenham saying, "We we just don't have what it takes to 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 play Champions League football," and this is only a couple of years after they played in the Champions League final, to, to <laughs> which which seems unthinkable. Yeah. Uh, and the other side of it is Newcastle um, basically saying, "We are ready to play in the in the Champions League," and that's that 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 is. Those are certainly two aspects that I saw from from that match. But I mean, it's, it's a massive defeat, and it's certainly triggered a huge amount of anger amongst the fans, amongst, uh, amongst, uh, people in the know as well, former players who've come out and spoken about the situation. I know Chairman Daniel Levy has taken a lot of the, the brunt of the blame. And he's taken a fair amount, but the, the players have also taken a, a fair amount of the, uh, the wrath as well. I still think they've got a chance of playing European football because after the weekend's FA Cup semi-final, seventh place is now going to play in the Conference League and fifth and sixth will qualify for the Europa League. Um, but I'm not sure they're going to, to be able to hold on and somehow secure a Champions League place. I just don't think uh, they, they, they've got what it takes. But, but, but the issues are, are many and, and it's not a simple solution. Um, I, I just find it remarkable though that the club finds itself without a manager for either their men's or their women's teams at the moment because, uh, and that tells you a story about where things are headed for the club as a whole. Their men's team, their women's team have no managers. Their managing director of football, who's Fabio Paratici resigned last week after he he lost his appeal against the the worldwide football ban that he had for for his time at Juventus Um, the the questions over who replaces uh, Antonio Conte the, uh, the the questions over are the squad good enough? I mean, you look at the Newcastle players and you look at the Tottenham players over the weekend, and you'd probably say, man for man, Tottenham had a far stronger squad on paper. And again, we learned football not played on paper. Um, and and the squad certainly need to take the responsibility. But as for what is happening at, at, at Tottenham, I don't think there's any one thing that anybody can put their uh, their finger on now. I think uh, there are there are tons of problems at the club. And and what were cracks that were starting to show uh, a little while ago, a couple of years ago, has turned into absolutely deep gorges that are, are filling with water fast.
0: Yeah, maybe Antonio Conte was right in saying that the players are selfish. He even talked yeah. about the culture of the club, criticizing it and without a major trophy since uh, 2008. But I've also got to squeeze in here, in the 20 seconds that I've got left, uh, Dwayne uh, you know, should be from Sundowns, Was saying you yeah, know, he wants to send his regards. The statsman, the man who's a great goalkeeper, not only a great commentator, uh, you know, there's Gordon Templeton He says, what a privilege to hear the most knowledgeable insights and the voice of the multi-talented Dwayne DeLocca. Thank you very much. Hashtag MSW. Have a wonderful Wonderful full-time uh, in Ireland. We, you know, South Africans do miss you. Dwayne DeLocker, thank you so much indeed for joining us tonight.
6: Thank you very much, Robert. Pleasure to be with you.
0: Highly appreciated there, uh, Dwayne DeLocker, the one and only joining us right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide. Well, it's been a great reaction Monday, hasn't it? Catch you again tomorrow.
6: Marawa Sports Worldwide Live in three, two, one. on 947 Vume FM Rise FM and Soweto Live
7: Hashtag MSW